So, the big question is this. How do regular golfers like us, who have jobs, families and very little spare time, how do we improve our golf and lower our handicaps? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name's Paul Gray. Welcome to Golfing Secrets. Welcome to this episode 25 of Golfing Secrets podcast. In uh, this week's episode, we're really going to cover off primarily the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs and the Tour Championships. We're going to sort of go through some of the runners and riders, as, as we're probably all quite well aware of, give you my sort of picks for, for who's going to come out on top at the end of the uh, end of the championship and, and who will win the FedEx Cup. Uh, and then I'm just going to talk very briefly uh, about what I consider to be the most powerful letter in golf. And uh, uh, and at the end, we're going to, going to include a... Uh, a, a drill that everybody can use um, when you uh, get only got a few minutes to uh, to practice. It can really help with um, with your short game. Uh, so getting on to the results first off from from last week. So on the uh, on the various tours on the DP World Tour, we had the ISPS Hand of World Invitational, um, which was held at um, Galgorm Castle in County Antrim, Northern Ireland. This was a joint event with um, LPGA, Europe, um, Ladies European Tour, or the LET, and the DP World Tour. So there were men and ladies playing. From um, from men's perspective, uh, we had uh, another win. I think it was another win for Daniel Daniel Brown, I think this is his second win um, of the of the year, I think. Um, and and a noticeable sort of second place was Alex Fitzpatrick. So Matt Fitzpatrick's brother, um, he was five shots behind uh, in second place, but he was three shots ahead of Eddie Pepperell, who finished third. So um, Alex Fitzpatrick, I think that there has been a lot of talk about him and his sort of prowess on the uh, on the golf course and. I think there's there's a lot more to sort of come from him. He's already played, I think he's played one event on the PGA Tour, and he did that with his with his brother in sort of a pairs uh, competition, um, and and certainly certainly didn't um, didn't show himself up there. So I think there's a lot to come from him. Um, too late this year to have uh, two Fitzpatrick brothers in the Ryder Cup, but um, you know he'd be an outside bet for me for not for this one obviously, but for the next one could be uh, could be an outside uh, an outside call. He'll be he's uh, obviously a rookie on European tour, so you know depending on what sort of uh, um, next couple of years, I think I think potentially we could see uh, both Fitzpatrick brothers playing in the Ryder Cup in. Uh, in what, two years' time after this one, so uh, yeah, just uh, make a note of that one, and um, maybe I might even put a, put a small small bet on that one for uh, um, to sort of see how that goes. But uh, anyhow, so so Daniel Brown, he um, he uh, won won that one. From a ladies' perspective, um, he uh, who was it? Who was it? Uh, I think it was an American lady which was um, Alexa Pano from the USA. Uh, she came first, finished on, um, well, she, she was actually finished on eight under together with um, Esther Henslet from Germany and Gabriella Kelly from England. They obviously went to a playoff and she won it on um, uh, in the playoffs. And um, yeah, so that's a uh, good result for her. So that's Alexa Pano from the USA. 
she won that event and um, good to see some of these joint events I do think it's nice to see some of these and I think that there, I think there's certainly going to be a, a few more of them um, as, we, as we sort of move forward um, would be nice to see uh, see some more of these events I have to say but um, but yeah so um, that's DP World and uh, Ladies European Tour um, haven't got a clue what the live one was this week if there was one um, Coffee Bedminster might have been it, but that may have been the one previous. So I don't think there was one this uh, last week. Um, but then on on the uh, PGA Tour, on the uh, FedEx Cup, so we had an, an absolutely astounding win from uh, Victor Hovland. And um, to say it, it was an absolute class finish on the last day was was would not be underestimating it. Um, he, it was, it was just phenomenal. He uh, shot actually a seven under 28 back nine. Um, and, um, so he had seven birdies on the, uh, on the back nine, uh, including the 18th with a pin that was tucked so close to the, uh, to the bunker behind how anybody could get it in there. Um, but he was one of the, one of the few that, uh, that did. And, um, it's just, yeah, it's just great to sort of see see him sort of come, coming good. He certainly doesn't hold back when it comes to to going for for pins. He he, um, <laughs> without a doubt, he um, he was aiming at absolutely everything in that in that last in that final round, and um, was was really good to see. I had to say, um, it's I just can't um, can't highlight enough how how good around um that uh, that that was last week and and then he ended up and he actually beat Scotty Scheffler and Rory McIlroy so Rory McIlroy um he um finished he was third was he third uh no he, t- he was fourth actually so we had uh, Matt Fitzpatrick and Scotty Scheffler both finished uh tied second two shots behind Hovland and I suppose the the sign of the day. I mean, the fact that Hovland was was uh, five shots ahead of them, um, or, or was five shots better than in the last than all, all three of the next three players in the last round, um, really sort of showed what a spectacular round it was. But for me, the deciding factor of it was was he was holding out just about everything, and and Scotty Scheffler missed quite a few short putts um he changed his putter over the last couple of weeks seemed to be sort of putting quite well but then it came back to the same sort of thing was just was was just missing quite relatively short putts on ones you would normally expect him to be making um so so those putting woes are sort of continuing him for him really um and the same goes for Rory McIlroy really he was um he, again, he had a lot. He's made a change um, to, to his putter again in the last two weeks. He's gone to a uh, another Scotty Cameron. Um, it's the I think it's the X five that he's that he's using, and he's. I have to say, I thought he was putting quite well, but on that on that uh, in that final round where he really needed to make some putts, he ended up missing quite a few. Um, shortish putts and missing them just left and low and it seemed to be a common miss for him um on the day and and it just really sort of backs up the fact that you know how important putting can be and what a difference it makes in terms of winning 
or, or losing um, a championship. And I think it, it just highlights the importance of putting. Um, I've, I've talked quite a bit over the, over the past few episodes around the importance of putting and, you know, getting up and down and doing that sort of thing. And, and you know, when it, when it came down to it, the reasons for, for, um, uh, for, for Rory and Scotty not perhaps doing better. I mean, Rory was five shots behind the other day and had a, had a, he didn't have a nightmare around. He still finished. I think he was still, um, what was he? He was still something like, um, he shot 66 in in the in the final round so it was still um you know he's still four shots under but but just didn't make those putts that he needed to make and the same for Scheffler um Fitzpatrick he had a bit of a mixed day I don't think I think he only hit two fairways on the front nine that improved on the back nine and he started to sort of play better a bit better but but was was going quite a bit long on a lot of his a lot of his approaches to the green, which meant he was having to to make some good up and downs just to sort of keep in touch, which he which he was able to do, but he just wasn't giving himself close enough looks really um, to 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 go ahead and, and, and win it. But hats off to Victor Hovland, absolutely phenomenal round. It was a record round. He uh, he took away the uh, the uh, the three point six million dollar. Um, uh, prize and the 2000 um, FedEx Cup points, which obviously really takes him takes him into well, it takes him into the lead for the um, for the FedEx Cup playoffs uh, uh, next week at the Tour Championship. So we'll sort of move on into into that now, as it, as it ties in sort of quite nicely. So, so the FedEx Cup playoffs these this year, we've got. Um, each of the, the basically the the order of play or the order in terms of their sort of starting strokes. So, um, <clears throat> Scotty Scheffler is still number one. He's uh, will start on ten under. Victor Hovland will start two shots back at eight under, and then it goes all the way down. So McElroy in third goes from seven under. Ram in fourth. So Ram didn't have the best of best of weeks last week. So he's dropped into into fourth, and he starts at six under. So four shots behind Scheffler. Luce Glover, um, another you know solid round um, last week. In fact, I think I can't remember where he finished, but he had a, you know a relatively solid round, solid um, four days. I think he was two under. So he's quite a way behind, but he but but even so, he still had a, a solid week. Um, and and he's fifth in the in the rankings for the FedEx Cup, so he starts at five under, so five shots behind Scheffler. And then there's there's groups of people, so uh, four unders. You've got the likes of Homer, Cantley, Harmon, Wyndham Clark, and Matt Fitzpatrick. Three under. You got Fleetwood, um, Russell Henley, Keegan Bradley, uh, Ricky Fowler, and Shoffley. Two under, you got Tom Kim, Sunjay Im, Tony Finau, Corey Connors, and Siwoo Kim. And at one under, you've got Taylor Moore, Nick Taylor, Adam Schenk, Colin Morikawa, and Jason Day. Um, and to round it out on even par, we'll starting on even starting on even par will be Sam Burns, Miliano Grillo, Tyrrell Hatton, Jordan Spieth, and Sepp Stracker. Um, Tyrrell Hatton and uh, Jordan Spieth and Sepp Stracker all got in just by the, the skin of their teeth last week. Um, I think as Hatton had 
had finished I, th- I can't remember if he was he was in 29th or 31st and then due to the way that you know other people sort of finished you know he managed to sort of sneak in same with Jordan Spieth and Sepp Stracker as well I mean Sepp Stracker looked absolutely distraught when he came off the 18th 18th green um, last week and and was you know you, you couldn't you really felt for him. Um, but turns out, again, due to how others have played, he managed to sort of sneak in. So I think that's really good for him. Um, and potentially it's good for um, for the Ryder Cup because he'll certainly be in the in one of the talking or one of the options for Luke Donald to pick when it comes to, um, to the Ryder Cup. So um, uh, watch this space on that one, I suppose. Um, and so that's that's the... That's the sort of the, the starting point uh, in terms of the final final tournament for the FedEx Cup. So Scheffler starts two shots ahead. Now, you know, we've seen it before and I, I'm not sure that he's such a good front runner. I think he, he always seems to, he, he normally starts tournaments off, you know, fairly slowly, creeps up and then he's sort of there or there in the mix, you know, and his, his record over the, the last 20 tournaments or whatever is just ridiculous. I mean, he's he's um, been, you know, he's been in the top 10 or top 12 in almost all of the last 20 starts or something, which is absolutely ridiculous. I think he's, in fact, he's been in the top five in the last eight, um, something along those lines. And whatever it is, it's just, you know, and it's only, and, and in terms from a records perspective, it's only the only other person who's who's ever been as good and consistent as that was Tiger Woods and at one point I think Tiger Woods won six tournaments in a row so that just sort of shows you know the sort of level that he's he is playing at at the moment but the problem for him at the moment is still the putting will he be able to to just make make those those shorter putts and 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 sort of come through and 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 do it that's the question mark if he can putt well then I think he he will win I think it's it's as simple as that. His tee to green is better than anybody by a long, long way. And I don't see anybody else sort of close to him in terms of sort of tee to green. So if he does putt well, then he will win it. Victor Hovland, very difficult to have two phenomenal sort of weeks back to back like that. You know, we saw it with Lucas Glover um, not that long ago, um, It actually in, in terms of the first playoff event that he won. So... You know that was his second in a row, but to do to win two tournaments in a row is tough. Um, he starts two shots behind, so I think he's 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 sort of under it. But who knows? He, he could well do. Then it comes to McElroy, and McElroy's been in this position before. Uh, in fact, last year when he won it, he at one point was ten shots behind. And going into the last round, last into the final round last year, he was actually six shots behind, and came through to to win it. So, I think it's it's certainly within his within his gift to do that. And I, I think he's my out and out pick for for winning the FedEx. I just I just feel that you know he's he's good at coming from behind. He can put pressure on on people. He gets the crowd going. And I think he's, he's he's certainly sort of one of the fan favourites. Although a lot of the Americans will certainly be sure it's supporting uh, Scheffler, but I just think that McElroy's he he's he's still there. He's three shots behind, having not played brilliantly 
but been getting results um, or, or finishing in the you know the top three or top four consistently. And for me, that's 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 where he where he will win. He's 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 long game, and he's he's won at at um, East Lake, you know, a few times before. So he's got absolute abundance of of confidence going into that that particular place, and I, I just feel that he's the one that will 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 do it. Other potential outsiders, I just don't think John Rahm is is on it at the moment. Um, yeah, he hasn't played particularly well over the last few events, and I just, I just think he's lacking a little bit of confidence. He's, he's been getting a bit fiery at times, and, and I think that, um, <clears throat> that, um, you know, it would be quite something for him to do it. But I, I just, I just, I'm just not seeing it with Ram at the moment. I think his temper, temper temperament's getting the better of him. Um, any other ones I might sort of pick out? I don't think Lucas Glover will do it. I think it's it's too big an ask to have him win three events in uh, in something like four weeks. Um, uh, I just in five weeks actually he would have won three out of the last five um, tournaments of the year. So I just I just don't see that happening. Um, in fact, no, it would be it'll be one, two, three, it'll be four. Yeah, he would. In fact, in fact, if he won it. It would mean he would have won three out of the last four in the year, and I just, I just don't see that. I just don't see that happening. Um, anybody else that might come out of the woodwork? I don't know. It's difficult to 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 really sort of shout for anybody else. Brian Harmon's been pretty pretty consistent. Um, doesn't do a lot wrong, but I I don't think he's long enough for the uh, for the tour championships. I think it will it will suit a, a longer hitter of the ball. And um, I suppose the one thing I didn't mention with McElroy is again you know from a putting perspective he's he's been having his woes sort of from a putting perspective and has been missing quite a few short ones. And I'm just I'm just not. If, if, again, he's 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 like Scheffler. If either one of them puts their putting boots on, then they win. I think it's it's almost as simple as that. Um, and it, it could become come down to, could come down to that uh, on the final round on Sunday between Scheffler and McElroy. So I don't think I don't see anybody else coming coming through from behind. You know, even you know it's been done. People have been ten back. I say McElroy was ten back before. And came through to win. It's a big ask given the quality of the field um, ahead of them. So I don't see anybody, you know, even par sort of doing it. I'd love, to, I'd, I'd love to see Hatton do it, but I don't see it. And the other one, is obviously, being a being a Brit, the other one I would would like to see would be Fleetwood. I mean, he's seven back. Again, can he do it on the biggest stage? You know, he's won the the DP World Tour. And be number one, Europe number one, um, a couple of times now. So, you know, he's he's certainly been there at the end of the season and 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 done done enough to get it done. Can he do it this time round? I'd love to say he, he could do. I th- I just think he's too far back with the quality of field ahead of him, and I just don't see anybody out outside of the top top three or four. You know, really sort of doing anything. So my my picks is is my number one picks McElroy. If Scheffler gets his putting boots on, then it could be a, a duel between McElroy and Scheffler. Any others have got to have some spectacular stuff uh, over the over the uh, over the four days. Um, but it's it's certainly going to be a great watch. Um, I'm certainly sort of looking forward to it. And um, 
yeah, look forward to to following it uh, over the week. So uh, if you're if you're listening to this on uh, on Spotify, you know, post your post your picks in the uh, in the comments. Let me know who you think uh, could be uh, could be winning. If it's especially if it's any different to the ones that I've uh, uh, I've I've mentioned, um, do 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 post those uh, those in the comments section. Um, and and finally this week, I just want to. I really just want to to pick up on something that I've I've sort of talked quite a lot about before. Um, it's, it's what I call the most powerful letter in golf. I haven't referred to it as that, but it's something that I've that I've thought about a lot over the over the past few years, and and is and is the the thing for me that that has really helped me to to improve my game in in particular areas and so so the most powerful letter in golf the letter i refer to is p and and p that stands for practice um i talked in 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 several episodes before that you know one of the keys to to practice especially if you know we're not like the pros we don't have we don't have hours and hours and hours to necessarily spend practicing. So we've got to make the most of the time that we have when we are practicing. So it's it's even more important that you, as I said before, find that one thing to focus on in your practice session. You know, don't focus on any more than, you know, than, than one thing when you do a practice session, especially if you haven't got a lot of time. And to follow that on, I talked about a couple of different drills sort of last week and some tips in terms of sort of practicing and 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 the likes. But this week I'm I'm actually going to talk through a, a drill that um I've used quite a lot and and it's one that I'm focusing on a lot more at the moment actually. Not necessarily because my um my short game and my my up and downs is is particularly weak. It's one of the stronger areas of my game. But it's it's about having lots of different options and and just trying to improve at the end of the day, which is what we're trying to do. And so th- this week's drill is about sort of being around the green. So it's that those those sorts of shots when you you sort of just miss the green, you're you're maybe you know three or four yards off the green. You know you might have anything from from you know three or four yards to to. 20 or 30 yards, you know, um, from the pin. And with this particular drill, you take five balls and five different clubs. So uh, for this particular example, I'm using, I would use a 56 degree wedge, my 48 degree wedge, a nine iron, a seven iron and a hybrid. Plus obviously my, my putter, which I'll use to try and make the putts once I've chipped onto the green. Now, the idea with this drill is to try and up and down in two shots. So one chip and one putt. That's the aim. So the par for this exercise with five balls to try and get up and down is 10. So the par is 10. So if you chip and putt once, you get a two, which would equal a par. So this drill really helps to get used to using different clubs in and around the green. You get a feel for the trajectory of each particular club. You know, you get a feel for the pace of the shot, how far to land the ball on, depending on the loft of the club you're using or which club you're using. And and you also get a feel for which clubs you prefer to use. It's a really quick drill to do. It, it actually takes less than five minutes to do, um, depending on how long you'd like to sort of 
to do with it but for me it takes less than five minutes to do the drill so if you've got a spare 30 minutes or more you can you can really get a benefit from it and and you know you can go through the drill you know five six times uh, more if you've if you've got time but you'll start to get a feel for which clubs will really you know work best for you and also trying it with different lies at, at different times so when i start off with this particular drill i tend to to put the balls down in the same lie so i get a very even view of of what how each one reacts depending on on where i hit it and how i hit it um depending on the lie that is so um so simple drill five balls five different clubs 56 degree 48 degree 99 79 and hybrid you can pick your own ones but uh, try those try it up and down five times see if you can make par if you can make under par i.e you chipping brilliant um but um this one can really help you now it's obviously a little bit difficult sometimes to um to uh you know, explain some of these drills, you know, especially through something like this through a podcast. So this particular drill I have actually put up on uh, on our website. So if you go to howtopractice.com forward slash drills, um, this one is probably the most current one on there. So um, I've put it up there so you can take a look at that and um, give it a try. Hope it helps with um, your your shots in around the green. Gives you some different options to try out. As I say, less than f- less than five minutes to do the drill once. If you've got a bit longer, you know, do it four or five times. Do it until you really sort of get a feel for it with different clubs, and um, hopefully that will help you to to make more up and downs. And uh, that's going to be it for this week. So. As always, if you've got some value from it uh, or any of the episodes previously, please share the episode with just one other golfer. I'd love to get as many golfers as possible and, and help as many people to uh, to improve their golf. If you are on uh, Spotify, you can add comments in the Q&A section um, or you can send feedback to golf at howtopractice.com. Um, we publish episodes usually every Monday or Tuesday, sometimes a little bit later than that, but uh, I'd love if we really can grow this community and I've got some really good stuff coming up uh, in particular with a lot more drills and and ways to sort of help you to improve your golf and uh, shoot lower scores. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch up soon. Thanks all.